In this edition of Locked On Capitals, your Washington Capitals fall to the Dallas Stars by a score of two to nothing. Let's talk about that game next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form. So head on over to YouTube and check it out. And when you're on YouTube, make sure and hit that subscribe button. And if you like the videos, give it a thumbs up. It really helps grow the channel. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. So, your Washington Capitals cannot make it three in a row as they fall to the Dallas Stars by a score of two to nothing. We'll talk about the game tonight. Then later in the show, we will talk about the valiant effort of Alex Ovechkin as he did get seven shots on net. Ultimately, it wasn't enough. And then later in the show, we'll talk about Jake Ottinger and how the Capitals were not able to find a way to beat him. All right, just to get it going here, your Washington Capitals do, in fact, fall to the Dallas Stars by a score of two to nothing. Central Division leading Dallas Stars. We knew it was going to be a tall ask for the Caps to find a way to beat them. And uh, the record actually isn't too bad. Uh, during the game, they said that they're 4-0-1 in the last five games in Dallas. So on paper, it looked like the Caps were in a good position to do great things. Ultimately, it wasn't the case. Um, and then just it started off a bit rough. Protus left the ice early, got kind of tangled up in a corner. He was kind of looked like he was going in to check someone and then kind of turned away from it awkwardly. And he left the ice. He was able to come back. And then Shiri ended up taking a puck up high right above the skate where there is no padding. And um, he left the ice briefly as well, but he made his way back. Why? Because hockey players are tough, of course. But the story of the game for me was just lost opportunities. And then, you know, those kind of defensive breakdowns. How many times have we talked about that? Or how many times have you heard about that? Tonight's case, it was John Carlson coughing up the puck, which led to a scoring opportunity. Then all of a sudden it was two to nothing. You know, you take a look at the game and there were places and times throughout the game where you thought the Caps were going to be able to get back into this game. They're going to be able to do it. They're going to be able to do it. Um, it was a bit of a snore fest to start off because it was one to nothing, you know, for a lion's share of the game. And then all of a sudden they got the second goal. And then that was it. I mean, I knew that, you know, they pulled a goalie with like 350 left. And I'm like, you know, rarely does this work. Usually what happens is the opposing team ends up shooting it down and they score another goal just to add insult to injury, just take some salt and really rub it into that wound. Um, but uh, the Caps were not able to find a way to even get on the score sheet. So this misnotion that, you know, it's the goaltending that isn't um, isn't uh, uh, good enough is kind of a joke, really, because, you know, um, they didn't, they're not getting any run support. You know, both teams had 27 shots on net, but ultimately it was not enough. And um, 
you know, so what's the big difference between it? So the defensive breakdowns from the, by the Capitals is what led to those opportunities for Dallas to get those goals. They made good on their opportunities, a shorthanded goal nonetheless. Uh, so the Capitals are really going to have to button it up if they want to continue to win. As of as of late, as of right now, they've been playing pretty rough. I know they had that good game against New Jersey, and then they had that good game against the Kings, but ultimately they have to stand tall against these teams that are formidable opponents. And uh, the Dallas Stars are in first place in the Central Division. Those are the teams that you're going to have to go through if you want the grand prize. What is the grand prize, of course? Hoisting the Stanley Cup over your head in June and say, you know, we can do it. And, um, you know, I'm not saying that all is lost. I'm just saying it was a rough game. There's definitely things that they could work on. Um, but for the people that out there that say the defense it needs work, well, this didn't do anything you know, to to further an argument that they're wrong because the defense, you know, John Carlson tonight, a veteran defenseman uh, of the Capitals, coughed up the puck, led to a scoring opportunity. That was the dagger. That was the death blow for the Capitals. That was curtains. Um, so the Caps hope to get back into the win column on Saturday against the Nashville Predators. You know, that's one of the the teams that kind of gives the Caps fits from time to time. Uh, you don't really know what kind of Nashville Predators team you're going to be playing against. Sometimes they're poor, sometimes they're good. But even the years that the Nashville Predators are poor, sometimes they can uh, present really big challenges to the Capitals. So it's, you know, the, the one thing they don't want to do is they don't want to go in to playing Nashville and fall into what they call a trap game, where you go in there and you think that you're going to win the game and you kind of take your foot off the gas and the other team just runs you right over. So you know, one of the things that the Caps all, you know, or several of the things the Caps all have to do is just work on the things that they did wrong in this game. The defense, not getting enough um, power play production. You know, they don't make good on the power play. They really need to work on that. Um, you know, they, they have these golden opportunities and they don't make good on it. And what what is my diagnosis? What is my feeling on what's wrong there is that it's a bit too predictable, you know, you have Ovi setting up in his office and they shoot it, you know, they do the triangulation thing and then Ovi shoots at home. And guess what? P teams have kind of planned for that. So I think that's what they're going to have to do is just kind of sh uh, shake up the snow globe a little bit and try to give these teams a little bit different looks. Because ultimately, if this team wants to win, if they have any plans of making it past the first round or even to the playoffs at all, they're really going to have to button things up here. We can't fall back on the excuses of last year. What did everyone say last year? Well, it, you know, it's Sam Sonoff and it's Vanacek. That's why the Caps didn't do anything. Kemper and Charlie Lindgren have stood on their head for this team. And, you know, if, you know, Darcy Kemper tonight, a valiant effort. There was nothing he could have done. Uh, he didn't allow any uh, beach balls, shall we say. Um, it was just the defense folding and not getting enough scoring opportunities. You know, you don't want to, you know, read into things too much. It is just a loss, but a big goose egg kind of makes you think th things aren't going in the right direction. Um, again, we knew it was going to be a tough task against a Dallas Stars team that uh, has a lot of firepower and they're in the, they're in first place for a reason. So uh, that, that's, the, that are, that's some of the things that the Capitals are going to have to work on uh, going forward here. All right, so after the break here, we are going to talk about why weren't the Capitals able to crack Ottinger tonight? What was it about him that made it just so hard for the Capitals to get past him? We'll talk about that next.
BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all of the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports, wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores with every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. And guys, if you want to go out and bet on the Caps-Predators game on Saturday, Bet Online is your perfect place to do that. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen today. For your second listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and beyond the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. In this episode, we are talking about the Capitals as they fall to the Dallas Stars by a score of two to nothing. It's one of the things you're just going to have to brush off their shoulders as they roll in and play the Nashville Predators next. But why were the Capitals not able to crack um, Jake Ottinger? What was it about him? There weren't a lot of shots on goal to start, but there was scoring chances there for the Capitals. Ovechkin had quite a few looks, including a shot that rang off the crossbar early and a point-blank chance in front of Ottinger was able to stop Wright's Washington hockey now. The first line of Ovechkin, Dylan Strom, and Connor Sheary generated some zone time and continues to have chemistry, but they couldn't make much happen against a strong Dallas blue line. A strong blue line. Do you guys hear what we're talking about here? What could the Capitals have used tonight? A strong blue line. So they're not coughing up the puck and having other teams uh, score shorthanded goals. Ovechkin led Washington with seven shots and also hit two crossbars. And the team turned up the pressure late in the third with a net empty with over three minutes to go. And both teams playing four on four. The Capitals, who had been trailing in shots, ultimately tied the Stars 27-27 in shots on goal. But in the end, the comeback was a little too late. And uh, there was never much they could do. Once it's two to nothing, you know, and it was a game, you know, where the Dallas Stars had the defense clamped down, unless there was some real breakdown in their systems, the Capitals were not going to be able to get into this game. I thought they were going to be able to pick up a goal, but I did not think they were going to be able to pick up a W tonight. And while there were crafty plays, none of them connected, and there weren't a lot of chances as the Stars defense did well in front of the Red Hot Ottinger, there also weren't a lot of shot chances in tight. And, um, you know, they were getting the shots on goal. So we got to give credit where credit's due, right? Um, you know, if it was a game where they were getting, you know, half of those shots on net, what would I be talking to you guys about right now? They got to get more shots on that. So it's the little things. When it's a game, when it's a low scoring game, the defense has to clamp down and make sure that you're not giving your opponent an opportunity to score. Because guess what? Dallas made you pay and the good teams will make you pay when you make stupid mistakes. I don't mean to speak disparagingly of John Carlson. He'll be revered as one of the best defensemen of the Capitals uh, when we look back on his career. But just these breakdowns that we look at, they got to work on him. And I know that, you know, the coaching staff is aware of it. And I'm sure that Peter Laviolette and his coaching staff is going to go over the film with everyone and say, let's work on this. 
But, you know, some of the guys that are on the Caps coaching staff, maybe, you know, in the offseason, they move on from them. I hate to say, you know, and I don't mean to speak disparagingly of them, but, you know, let's take a look at Blaine Forsythe, for example. How many years has he been there? Quite a few years, even back to the Barry Trotz administration. So, you know, if they're not getting the production from these coaches, you know, this kind of flies in the face of what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about getting rid of Peter Laviolette right now. That's not what I'm talking about. But if at the end of the season, for example, this team is not able to find a way to, to you know, make a big push, then maybe they need to, to re, you know, shake things up a little bit. I know they kind of wanted to do things on the cheap when they got Peter Laviolette by keeping the assistance and that kind of thing. But what I'm going to say is at the end of the season, if they make another first round exit or say they don't make it to the playoffs at all for some reason, then I'm all about making change. But what I would do in that case is, you know, because we know Peter Laviolette is up for a new contract and signing him to a new contract, if they have a horrible season, seems ridiculous to me. Then I think you just strip it all down, take all the coaches out. That's foresight. That's everyone. And start all over again. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but when you have games like this, it kind of just gets those thoughts rolling around in your head a little bit there. But um, Ottinger, on top of his game, after emerging as one of the biggest breakout stars of the 21-22 Stanley Cup playoffs, Ottinger has picked up right where he left off. The 23-year-old entered Thursday's game with a .953 save percentage and an NHL-best 1.41 goals against over his first five starts. The Stars' blue line didn't put him in many difficult positions, but Ottinger responded when called upon. And, you know, a good goalie. Guess what? I don't want to hear that, you know, the Dallas Stars won because they have a good goalie. The Capitals have two amazing goalies. They just don't get the defense in front of them. You know, that's what everyone's saying. Well, Darcy, you know, Darcy was good for the Avalanche, but he sucks on the Capitals. Just shut shut up with all that. You really haven't watched a game, have you? Um because the net minding on the Capitals has been stout. It's been stellar, I'm going to say right now. It's they just need the defense in front of them to, you know, to, you know, get, not have all these scoring opportunities. Um, he wrestled the starting job away from Braden Holpe last season, and the Stars showed no reservation about handing him the crease following his performance in their first round playoff series against the Flames that went seven games. Thursday's game provided zero reasons to doubt that confidence writes NBC Sports Washington. And I agree with that assessment. You know, Ottinger stood on his head, but, you know, again, great goaltending in Dallas, but we have great goaltending in Washington too. It's just fine-tuning the things that are going wrong, taking the screwdriver and screwing down the screws where the heads are popping up and figuring things out because I don't think all is lost. Don't get don't get me wrong. You know, it's kind of easy to go down that negative path, isn't it, when things don't go well? But you got to kind of widen the lens and, you know, take the Vaseline off the lens and see things clearly it's going to be okay. We just need to work on things a little bit. You know, it's getting the defense, you know, take a look at the defense. It's what I talked about in this podcast all summer. You know, we were all singing, you know, uh, all love for the, to the defense for the Washington Capitals. You know, who would we want to part with? We don't want to part with anyone. Let's remember that it's, you know, they do, they're prone to making mistakes, but they need to work on those mistakes. I'm not saying John Carlson's a bad defenseman. Like I said, he'll be revered as one of the best. But just working on those opportunities in a game that is that close, you really got to try to avoid those opportunities as much as you can because, again, like I talked about, the Dallas Stars will make you pay, and that is what they did tonight. So that's my takeaway from it is, you know, I don't think all hope is lost, you know, and all that. I'm not getting crazy about it, but 
what I'm saying here is that the Capitals are just going to have to work on their, you know, uh, trying to eliminate uh, those opportunities. All right. So after the break here, we are going to talk about Darcy Kemper and what kind of game he had less. Yeah. Darcy Kemper played one heck of a game out there and, um, that's why that we don't want to overlook that. You know, everyone's saying what a great job Ottinger did. Let's talk about the job that Darcy did. Let's talk about that next. The numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe Home Security to protect their home. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. I know because I use Simply Safe in my own home. They protect you with cutting edge security technology powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. Here's why I love it. I had an issue where someone broke into my home. Simply Safe dispatched the police and took care of the situation. With 24-7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe's agents call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not at home or can't be reached. Simply Safe blankets your home in protection with advanced sensors for every room, window and door, HD security cameras for inside and outside your home, smarter ways to detect motion that and alert you when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors that instantly detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. Our monitoring experts use proprietary advanced response technology to visually confirm when a break-in is real so you can get the highest priority police dispatch. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free visit simplysafe.com/lockedonnhl to learn more there's no safe like simply safe All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. In this episode, we are going over the game against the Capitals versus the Dallas Stars. And what are some of the things that they need to work on? What we've talked about throughout the show is the defense and the things that, that they need to work on. Then we've talked about Jake Ottinger and what a great job he did in that. But let's talk a little bit about Darcy uh, Darcy, you know, has done an excellent job for this team. He's had to stand on his head and I don't want to hear anyone, uh, any caps fan saying that, you know, it's the goaltending that sucks because that is nonsense. If you watch the game, another good takeaway from the capitals, the goaltending continues to work out. It was not a good night for the district when it came off to the face-off circle and the shot counter rights, Washington hockey. Now as the stars dominated in the circle and won the possession game while also getting the upper hand when it came to shots on goal for the majority of the game, those would even up at the end of regulation. The biggest reason that Washington remained in it until the end was Darcy Kemper. So if we want to take a look and, you know, rewind time a little bit, if you think the game tonight was rough, could you imagine if we still had Sam Sonoff and Vanacek? Just think about that for a minute. The two goals against don't fall on Kemper, though, as there wasn't much he could do either. Other than those goals against, he was stellar in goal, coming up with big stops and serving as a reliable force between his pipes. He also helped slow things down, made smart plays, and kept things tight. He finished with 25 saves on 27 shots. If you're doing math at home, that's good for a 0.926 save percentage. Um, so 
that's what I'm talking about there is we cannot ask for much more of, of Darcy Kemper and Charlie Lingren, who I thought played stellar the other night. So, you know, hats off to those guys. Uh, the other news that is breaking as I'm recording this right now is that Dmitry Orlov could face disciplinary action for the controversial hit on Mason Marshmint. It was a physical battle in a tight game between both sides for the first 40 and that came with a questionable hit from Dmitry Orlov. The 31-year-old delivered a big open ice hit while going one-on-one against Marshman and ended up catching the Stars forward in the chin with his forearm. The hit to the head went uncalled, but it could result in a call from the NHL Department of Player Safety. And of course, I will keep you guys updated you know, with updates throughout the day. If something does happen with Dmitry Orlov, that is why you need to subscribe to Locked On Capitals on YouTube um, as well, because I will release videos throughout the day if there's any updates on Dmitry Orloff or any news breaking on. But of course, the podcasts are also available wherever you get your audio podcasts. But the best thing to do, we all listen to audio and and, uh, watch video podcasts, is just hit that subscribe button or follow, and then that way you know when all this stuff is out. But that's the big thing. The thing to look out for tomorrow is I'm sure we will get word about what is going on with Dmitry Orlov. Will he, you know, go unscathed on that one? Um, I will have to go back and take a look at that hit. I guess I do not recall seeing anything in the game that warranted, uh, you know, a gasp, like, oh my God, I can't believe that was a horrible hit. But the big takeaway for me on this game is just, you know, it's not doom and gloom Capitals fans out there. I think it's going to be okay. Um, Again, you just got to button it up. You got to figure out what's going wrong. Those nail heads that are sticking up in the deck, you got to pound them down with a hammer and just figure it out. It's going to be okay with this team. I just think they got to work on things. This is a veteran core of players. We're not dealing with a bunch of rookies out here for the most part. These are all seasoned veterans that have been in the league for some time. And let's concentrate on the good. Let's talk about Alex Ovechkin. As he continues to get great production, he did not find the back of the net but seven shots on goal is what it's talking about. It's those years when you you know, you know hear about the players that don't even get shots on net. That is the frustrating moment. Got to get shots on net if you want to win hockey games. So, again, it's all is not lost here. It's just that they need to fine-tune things here. Uh, at the end of the day, it was, it was a two-to-nothing game. It hurts that they weren't able to get on the score sheet at all, but it could have been a lot worse you know, if they didn't have the likes of Darcy Kemper out there. That is my big takeaway on it. So thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen today. For your next listen, check out Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest news, game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app at YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. So once again, thank you for sticking up late with me here on Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. Let's hope for a big win against the Predators on Saturday. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again next time.